This week on Hey the Parents, we are talking about adventurous eating with your kiddos. Sometimes you just have to give it a shot when you don't know what to expect. In the words of Alton Brown, chickens don't have fingers. So say goodbye to pizza, say goodbye to chicken nuggets, and say goodbye to mac and cheese, because in this episode, we're going in a different direction. And of course, we talk about when we were younger, mishaps to their own kids, and what the supposed experts say, because it's the three of us and all of you. I'm Michael Height. I'm Sarah D. And I'm Mike Levine. Kids don't come with a handbook, so we need your help. Where do babies come from? Where do you think they come from? Is this a kissing book? Mama! Mama! What? Hi. I learned it by watching you. There are no rules in this house. Not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. We sent them to the best boarding schools. We hired the best nannies. We did everything right. Hey, mom! The meatloaf! No drinking, no drugs, no kissing, no tattoos, no piercings, no ritual animal slaughters of any kind. Together, we can rule the galaxy as father and son. This is Hey Other Parents, an honest, messy, imperfect show for raising kids. Hey, it's us again. Welcome back. What's up? Hello, what's up? Welcome back to our show. It's a Tuesday night. We just came off of not having a snow day uh, yes. with our children. It Sadness. was snowy. It was icy. It was all the right magical ingredients for what we were expecting <laughs> could to be a, uh, a day in the morning with the children. And, uh, you know. Somehow, uh, somehow the the powers of the weather that be uh, didn't didn't provide. <laughs> we are here on the on the eve of that of that excitingness. Uh, the eve the eve will be the before, right? We're on the post traumatic afternoon of that. The I guess. Sadness, right? the letdown. All right, so yeah. here we are. Yeah. Well, we can't look backwards, right? We can't look backwards. <laughs> we can only look forward to more disappointment. So um, this week, so my kiddos and I, um, we had a fun evening. We're gonna get to that in a little bit with uh, these two amazing hosts. Um, we have something later in the show, a little bit of a treat, something to talk about. But I have to laugh for a moment because I remember um, in a video game episode that we just did, uh, Mike Levine was telling us all about how, um, you know, Lucas would uh, jump into the um, Jurassic Park, uh, you know, the the, the oh, Ride yeah. of Doom. And we joked oh, yeah. around, of course, that the Ride of Doom, that shouldn't even exist because every character in Jurassic <laughs> Park that tries to escape gets eaten by dinosaurs. So anyway, so we were uh, we were at a birthday party over the weekend. Uh, happy birthday, Josh. Their friends, uh, um, Michelle and Frank, they're, they're, they're children. Uh, Josh had a birthday party at a bowling alley. So we went, brought the kids. You know, it was just you know may- the, the the chaotic mayhem that as you would expect. They did oh, a wonderful yeah. job, but parties. there's there's no getting away <laughs> from the fact that bowling parties in general are just like utter chaos. But they did a wonderful job. So they did the thing where they did the bowling, did the cake, did you know all the good stuff. And then um, you know the, the bowling alleys typically these days they give you like the cards where you could like play video games afterwards. Yeah, that. So yeah. you know that how the whole thing works. Yep. Yep. So we had these cards, and we're like, oh, Noah has a card? <laughs> Why did you give us this? So Noah has a card. <laughs> Jacob has a card. Ethan's got a card. Jacob's, like, doing some skee-ball. Ethan's like, yo, Mario Kart DX? That's where mm-hmm. I'm at. So Ethan was like, Mario Kart, Mario Kart, Mario Kart. Um, I look over to was my side. Was there any metal p- slug there? <laughs> Dude, I know. I was thinking of you. Seriously. So um, there wasn't. But, yeah, you, I, you had, I was thinking about my uh, emulators on my computer. So um, we were there, and um, we, I looked to my side because I'm, like, with Ethan. He's doing, like, the, the Mario Kart thing. Go with Jacob for a little bit. And every time I look over, like, Noah's on a newer and improved Dangerous Vehicle video game that he's playing. So, like, Rachel first has him on, like, you know, he's playing Mario Kart. I'm like, cool. Then he, she has him on, like, a motorcycle. I'm like, this is getting interesting. And then she comes back and she's like, I had money to burn on his card. I'm like, did he have to know that? So she apparently <laughs> she was tapping into her Mike Levine-ness and she put 
our four-year-old on the Jurassic Park dinosaur ride with guns. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, hold on a second. Did we just throw all caution out the window? Like, yes. what? what are <laughs> yes. So, Good job, Rachel. Apparently, he's not completely traumatized. I don't know what happened, but I don't know. She was like, oh, you're, you know, you're shooting like fun little, like, you know, fun little snacks of the dinosaur. I don't know what she told him, but um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's made of tougher stuff. What, what am I to say? <laughs> he's going to so, be a dinosaur hunter for sure. Oh, you think like him and Lucas are going to like go out there and be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> listen, this is our mission. We got ourselves a T-Rex. We got ourselves a couple of raptors. I don't know, but we, I, mean, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I don't know. Hey, so, you, you know. know, they may turn into a dinosaur. You never know. <laughs> listen, I've seen yeah. it firsthand with your, with your buddy, so it's all good. Yes, yes. So listen, this episode, we are talking about adventurous eating with our kids. I don't know if you know what that means, adventurous eating, but this episode is about getting away from the typical standard <laughs> issue, things that occur on like a quick night to the to the pizza store, a little like, you know, uh, you know, order the, the the nonsensical kids meals like the elephant and the pterodactyl from the from the diner. We are talking about <laughs> getting away from the quote unquote Americanized frozen chicken and moving on to other things. So that's what this episode is all about today. So yeah, I'm I feel like I feel like anything more than chicken nuggets and French fries is adventurous for children. I don't know. What do you, you guys know what? think? It's funny <laughs> because we we saw Alton Brown. He's at you know he's a chef that like had the um what was that show that he used to do? Cooks something or other. Wait, I'm looking across my bookshelf. I'm looking over there. What is it? It's, oh, I know what it was. It was Good Eats. Good Eats. Remember that show? Oh, Good Eats. Yes. yes, that's it. So like you know, over like he did so much work with the production. He did his wife did it. He like you know, made all the sets, whatever. It doesn't matter. So I saw him once and he did this live show and it was like, why are we going to this? I'm like, I don't know. It'd be kind of cool. So we went to this and it was Alden Brown. And he's like, it's basically like a two hour crazy, like stage show of him, like cooking and talking about food and basically whatever the heck he wanted to do. And I remember yeah. specifically, he said this one thing of like the rules, like these are like the certain facts in life. He's like, chickens don't have fingers. And I was remembering that. I'm like, what is this man talking about? And then obviously the whole spiel was about this idea that like, you know, try to stop eating things that are like, you know, with your kids, like try to get them to eat other stuff. So um, I kept that in the back of my mind because someday down the road, there would be a day where the three of us would get together and discuss food and snacks and things that were not related to uh, the kids menu. So anyway, so here we are, oh, right? Yeah. We are yeah. here. Um, we did go out this week. We went to, um, went out for... Um, a little dinner with uh, we each of us brought um, a kid or two with us. We went out to eat, but first thought we'd uh, you know go swing on back in the electric time machine. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> the electric time machine back in the day, and uh, you know think about what it was like when uh, we were exposed to the children's menu of the diner and all those good things. Um, did you know as as far as like you know eating goes? I feel like there's obviously like whatever we grew up with, you know, like we always joke around like Mike and his rice and beans and Sarah, you know, had her food with her family and, you know, her dad busted out the Italian meats and everything else. And mm -hmm. um, yep. Sarah, I'm just like, I'm basically just like guessing and what's going on here, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, right. my mom made chicken 365 different ways. But then there would be like special occasions where, you know, like maybe they would cook something different or they would take you out to eat or you'd go somewhere. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, all bets are off. And for us, the big thing was, um, I remember my parents, we used to like talk about living in New Orleans and every so often they would like, um, they would make like shrimp cocktail. And as a kid, I remember like looking at that, like as if it was from another planet and it was like, it was, it was definitely mind over matter getting used to, um, even, even like eating shrimp was like a big thing as a kid. Like it was like, yeah. it, it, I don't think it's as normalized as it is now. Maybe like yeah. cold shrimp was a different thing, but like, you know, just, I mean, obviously shrimp and like breaded with like ketchup inside or cocktail sauce is a different story, but having cold shrimp staring at you is a, a different story entirely. Did you yeah. have a thing when you guys were younger? Like, was there a certain food that was like 
kind of like put you over the edge or you were kind of like, I don't know about all this. <laughs> yeah. Like when I was younger, I mean, <clears throat> my mom always said I was always a good eater. <laughs> when I was younger, yeah. Yeah. I was good one job, of those kids. Too. I was one of those kids that there was like never a problem. I always tried everything. You know, and if I didn't like it, I just didn't like it. Um, you know, uh, I was that kid that your mom would always say, oh, just give him a bottle and he'd be fine. You know, <laughs> because I was, I was that kid that just always loved trying foods and things like that. I remember, though, when I was younger, one thing that really freaked me out was uh, my dad eating lobster. And I remember this vividly, yes. you know, like it comes to my like, if I think about anything <laughs> weird when I was younger, I remember my dad, my mom co had cooked all these lobsters. They turned red. We, you know, we were trying it for the first time. I was looking at, I, I was trying it for the first time. And, you know, you really don't eat much of the lobster. You eat the claws, you eat the tail, and then you have that whole head part, right? And my dad made me, like, almost... <laughs> You know, let it all sick. out. Sick, yeah, almost oh, sick. Oh man, he, he ate the eyeball of the, uh, no. of the lobster of the front, oh, wow. and then you know, like on the other side, like you flip over the head, and there's like oh. all those like different color yeah. things that the are things in the lobster. That yep. I don't, yeah, I don't even and know. And people, and people love it. It's delicious. Yes, apparently. the the yes. row, the row of it, and yeah, yeah. yeah it's and it, it just freaked me out. So, like, you know, when you asked me, did anything freak you out when I was younger? Uh, I just remember vividly my father eating those different color things of whatever's in a lobster. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to stick Yo, to the tail and the, the claws. You do you, Dad. You, you do you. You brought this up to, like, <laughs> I got to be honest with you. Like, sometimes oh, I don't man. know where you're going with things. And you yeah. did. You you showed me that I didn't know where you were going with things. <laughs> because, <laughs> like... I mean, let's just break down the idea. Like, I was thinking lobster, too. That's funny, because, like, it, it starts out, like, obviously, you know, you watch TV, you watch whatever else. It starts out alive, <laughs> and then it goes into a boiling pot for its doom. And then however you look at it, then it comes out, and it's, like, on its back, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> cut open, ready to rock. Like surrendering to the world, yeah. like, yeah. Aww. So we got we got lobster. Lobster is definitely key. Um, did yeah. you guys? Um, what about like liver? Did you did you have any like chopped liver? liver sort of thing? Oh man, my mom used to make liver. My dad loved it. Liver and onions, and I liked it up until I figured out what liver was. That it was liver, <laughs> and then yeah. and it's then like I started. Form, you're like, Whoa. And then like yeah. and then like when you start like eating things, and you know, like when you eat things for too long, you're kind of swishing around your mouth, and you're like, yeah, you're like mm, what. What? Whoa, All of a sudden, the left like, brain, the right brain, start chatting. Yeah, and like, Wait so, a it's, Hold it's on. a lot of textures. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what yeah. part is this? Oh, oh no! So then, liver that was out for me. However, when I was pregnant with Sophia and Julian, my mother-in-law used to make liver for me because, like, to give back like the blood to your system after. Oh, really? Birth. Yeah, that was like a thing. And man, can I tell you? I, Sophia's almost gagged eating it. But after Julian, I was like, liver. I love liver. <laughs> yeah. I, like I, like, cra I, I crave liver, but like I, I, I don't know how to make it, and like you have to make it properly. And I guess my mother-in-law yeah. made it properly. Yeah. Like it was good, good stuff over there. But uh, my dad used to eat um, octopus. 
like the oh, little yeah. baby, the little, the little yeah. baby, like the seafood salad. Were and they the little squirming? Baby. Were they moving? Or no, they just... were not alive. But uh, they were like, they were like the, they had the little tentacles out, and he, I would just watch him like, ah, and just like eat it, and like, oh, I was like, oh, I was like, oh my god, that's disgusting. And Poor then we used to live by, it really was. And then we used to live by the um, South Shore back in the day so we used to literally go in our backyard and start crabbing for crabs and we get crabs we get squid whatever my mom would cook it no way. but like they'd be like alive and she'd be like all right she was like throwing knives at them like it's like i'm so i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sure people out there are like oh my god the poor crabs oh my god sarah you again you bring you're you're triggering a traumatic memory i'm telling I went, you i would always go fishing with my dad and for some reason we would never bring home fish but we'd always bring home crabs and then my mom would make like you know some type of crab pasta or something like yeah. that but i remember her just throwing all the live crabs in the boiling pot and they're oh like, man oh my god my god Oh no! My mom would like take Indiana it. Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom. Yeah. Oh, No, she. My mom would actually put them in the sink, and they'd be like, crawling all over the place, and she would like throw them in the water or whatever. And then oh, yeah. I, I never ate them either. I helped catch them because. <laughs> I felt like, moments, right? You know, you yeah, know what yeah. it is? I felt like I felt like a cat because I would like go grab like all these crabs and be like, "Here, mom, here's like a a bucket of crabs." She's like, "Oh, good!" Like excited. Yeah, yeah. And then like our neighbor Bill, <laughs> more lamb to the slaughter. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, in the morning, Bill across the street, he'll tell us kids, he'd be like, "Uh, so if you guys go crabbing today, bring me a bunch <laughs> of crabs. I'll cook them for you." And yeah. I remember like my mom used to just boil them in water, and Bill. This guy was cool. He, we would catch all the crabs and we'd bring them over, a big bucket of them. And then he would put beer in the bucket, like in the water. And I'd tell my mom, I'm like, Mommy, put beer in the water. And he cooked them uh -oh. with it. I was like scandalized because mm -hmm. my parents were not drinkers. Like beer was never in the house. Wine was never in the house. So I was scandalized. And she's like, <laughs> oh. She's like, that sounds interesting. <laughs> a little for the crabs, a little for Bill. <laughs> yeah. And then like me and... um. Uh, Billy from was, okay, so it was old Bill and young Bill. So young Bill and I don't tell So me, Anthony, and young Bill, we would go catch crabs. They would go to old Bill's house and bring the crabs. Then he would put the, all the beer and stuff like that, and then we would chow down on the on the crabs. I don't know why. Like when he made them, they taste way better than my mom's. Just saying. It sounds interesting. There's probably like Old Bay seasoning and all kinds of like good yeah, stuff. Yeah, they like, did like old school yeah. stuff or whatever. And my mom was probably doing like some other different way that was scary. <laughs> oh my God, so funny. Cause it's like, it's so like what you're used to growing up. But like th those moments are like so traumatic. Like I remember um, like there was a seafood place in Lindenhurst. Um, it's like a place in Long Island where they had this, there's a series of these seafood restaurants. And one of them, I can't remember exactly what the name of it was, but it, it was like Home of the Twin Lobster. That was like, it, it was something seafood, oh. Home of the Twin Lobster. <laughs> they actually, yes, no, they're still open. And they, they have are. like, um, on the, like by Rosedale, they have like um, like a fish stand and you get the stuff there. Southside oh. Fish and Clam. There it is. Yes. I found it. Yep. Nice. Oh, that is hysterical. They're so good. I remember going there too. Right? It's good, right? But there was like a fish market on one side and then you'd walk in and like there was a tank of lobsters and like yep. I remember we would go, like my sister and I were too young. They, we, my parents wouldn't get us lobster. They're like we would get like, you know, a shrimp scampi or whatever or like, you know, whatever. And then like <laughs> uh, you would you would you would choose the one you wanted, so it was like you would mark it for death. And it would be like that is the one that is coming with me, and they would have like, but they would have it, and it was like once you got over that whole thing, then it was like you know you have your 
you have your like either Manhattan clam chowder or New England clam chowder. In New York, there's something called Manhattan clam chowder. This is a thing that is also served as an alternative to New England clam chowder. So this is yes. like it's got the red marinara. It's like a red sauce kind of soup instead of like going. It's like more of like a minestrone soup with clams. Yeah. It's delicious. I don't see. I've never seen it outside of New York. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, so you have that. You eat that. You forget about all the hostilities and things you've just seen of, of, of seafood being killed. And then you see like people having like oysters on the half shell and clams. And by the time you kind of settled into things, it was like all good and gravy. But there was that moment where like you definitely each time you walked in, you were like, oh, look, those lobsters don't know what's coming to them. <laughs> oh, do you feel like, do you feel wrong sometimes when you just do that? I know like yeah, picking it out and like, oh, yeah. this one looks tasty. And then you see it moving around. You're like, oh, you have that like moral conflict. <laughs> I think it's like you got to just like tilt your brain a little bit in a different direction, you know, because like we would go to um, a couple times. We went up to Maine over in the summer and um, Uh they would have these like um, it's not that uncommon. They would have like, you know, these seafood stands where they would be like right on the highway alongside like, you know, the beach. And then you would they would have uh, lobster and, and stuff and they would cook. Um, the lobster in seawater is pretty wild, so it would be very salty, and then they cook in seawater. Mm. And then oh, wow. they would always have, <laughs> always have blueberry pie. So it was like <laughs> fresh lobster, blueberry pie, and that was like kind of thing. And like I think it got to a certain age, it was just kind of like the excitement of having like the dish that the adults had. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like almost like yeah. sitting at the, yeah. the kids at the adult yep. table was like that was the big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's Julian. He loves that. And we have like lobster or crab legs at home. He's like, can I have some? Can I try some? Yeah. You know, he's curious. Yeah. I mean, like, and I remember, like, yeah. oh, good. No, I continue. I'm sorry. No, no, you should always be sorry, but it's okay. <laughs> no, <good. laughs> no you never be sorry. You tell me what's on your mind, buddy. <laughs> no, I, I, I was just going to say, I, I, I never really go to any more Chinese buffets nowadays, but in the past, I remember, like, that was the thing. Like, I always wanted to go out with my friends, especially for, like, my birthdays. Like, my mom and dad would take me, like, oh, take a, take a couple of your friends. We'll go out to, like, a Chinese buffet, and then, like, we'll go to a movie. It was really cool. It was, like, a really <laughs> cool experience. Best night ever. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. And then me and my buddies, we'd all eat, you know, uh, a bunch of Chinese food and all different types of things that were there. And... You know, crab legs, lobster, whatever, and uh, it was it was just always a good time, and that's what uh, I love about you know Chinese buffets because you kind of just you know you can eat all you can eat, <laughs> you know. I feel like there's so many things when it comes to like the idea of eating like um, like culture outside of stuff that you have in your house is like always the exciting yes. or, or, or thing, right? Because I remember yeah. like growing up, we would go um, to the south um, quite a bit. Like we, my parents would go on a lot of trips and stuff, so they like you know my dad. Um, my mom uh, went to graduate school in the South. My mom went to Tulane. No, my dad went to Tulane. My mom uh, was North Carolina, rather. And um, we would go on occasion to go on these these family road trips. And one time we were going to New- the first time we went to New Orleans. Um, we you know we drove, so it's like a long drive. And we were in Mississippi. And um, my my dad was like, you know, what, what do you guys want to eat? I'm like, I go to a diner. And my dad's yeah. like, there is no diner in Mississippi. I don't know where you think you are. <laughs> Two seconds um, later on the right, boom, there's a diner. He's diner. Like, well, guess we're going to the diner. Yeah. But not like, you know, it was not a diner like, you know, the typical New York diner. We went inside <laughs> and, you know, it was like a whole different experience. And uh, I remember the first time my dad got red beans and rice. And it was like, you know, there it was with, a, you know, the smoked andouille sausage and the cornbread on the side. And I oh, couldn't wow. get over this idea. I'm like, you're going to eat a bowl of rice and beans. I'm like, this is your dinner. 
and then I tasted it. I'm like, oh baby, oh, this is yes. daddy knows what he's how, talking about. <laughs> this is how we do. So I feel like there is something without a doubt about like I think at that moment in my life, I feel like I was like, all right, game on. I'm buckled in. Let's do this. I feel like I always wanted to like try new and different things and really just like get out of my element. But I don't know what it was that like I had that like kicked me over to the side of the table. But I think it was it wasn't somebody else telling me that I had to eat something. I think it was like the temptation or something coming from like my side and me being willing to try something or being tempted. You know what I mean? I feel like if somebody else was like, yo, you got to eat this. I'd be like, eh, I don't know. But then like yeah. having that desire yeah. to try it yourself, I feel like there's something about like you 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 jumping past your own comfort level and you doing it yourself i think that's kind of like empowering as a kid you know what i mean no i totally agree with you especially with the chinese buffet style like there's all that food there you know you don't have to order off any any menu so you can literally see a bunch of things that you've never tried before and have the freedom to kind of try it and take be adventurous and uh you know you don't like it no big deal you could just get up and try something else you know so I remember, like, so check this out. When I was, um, I don't know if you remember this. Do you guys remember, like, there was, um, like, a commercial? Do you remember these commercials that were, like, I don't know if it was, like, American Express or, like, MasterCard? There were these series of commercials that, like, came out for a while, and they were all about, like, traveling and cities and eating out. And there was this one showing this guy getting this huge plate of crawfish with, like, his glasses <laughs> steaming up. And it was like, whatever. It was like an advertisement for like, you take this card, you can go out to eat, they'll take it anywhere. It must have been American yeah. Express. So anyway, yeah. so I don't know. So I saw this commercial and like in the back of my mind, I was like, I must eat crawfish. Like this is like, oh, you know, wow. like a message from <laughs> a message from a higher being that you, you must go and, and have this. So I, so my, my parents, I mentioned, you know, live in New Orleans. So when I was in college, um, after I graduated, after I graduated, after I got through freshman year, still in college, still allowed to stay in college. Um, we, um, <laughs> I finished college. Yeah. It's okay. So I ended up, uh, my dad came and, um, he decided we would go to, um, to New Orleans for jazz fest. So um, we, this was awesome. So my dad came as a freshman, as an irresponsible freshman, did not pack until the very last minute, had to go out <laughs> with my friends, see everybody. So I didn't get a wink of sleep that entire night. I was busy packing up the dorm room. My poor dad, I think I slept like pretty much 95% of the way from oh Clemson to, <laughs> to New Orleans. Awesome. So, nice. I know, some road trip, right? Sorry, dad. So anyway, so we get there and um, we go to this restaurant. It's called Middendorf's. And people that lived in New Orleans are like, you know, know the area, know that outside of New Orleans on uh, Lake Pontchartrain, there's this, there's this restaurant called Mittendorf's and it's, it's kind of like on the border in the bay. It's like out in the middle of nowhere, like even trying to find it, like you, it's easy to miss. So anyway, so we go to this place and you walk in red tablecloths, people are all like eating like, you know, catfish. And it's like, it's just mm. everything that you could in your mind envision, like the Southern quintessential restaurant, you know, getting the right vibes, get the music, you know, whatever. So I walk in and, and like, I'm, I'm game on. Like I want to, I want to have the, I want to have the catfish You're famous for it, but more importantly, I want to have crawfish. So, you know, we, we, we sit down, you know, see the, uh, the waitress, whatever else. And we order it. And like, I don't know, like, she's like, how much do you want? I'm like, I don't know. A platter. Apparently a five pound <laughs> platter comes out <laughs> and she pops down right in front of me. And it is like, I think oh I, I almost I almost was like chicken because I, I didn't I saw it and I, 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 I'm like, I don't think I can do this. So then like <laughs> I'm looking at my dad, I'm getting like, you know, getting a little queasy and I'm like, you know what? I think I just got to do this. So I, I pop the tail off, 
break it apart, eat it, and it was amazing. And then, like, two seconds later, oh, really? color is back in me. Everything's good oh, again. Oh, nice. But, like, just, like, that plate of, like, what looked like the large insects are, like, staring oh, back at you. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, ugh. We went to New Orleans with Gene and I went uh, for his birthday. Oh, I remember that. That was, back. like, a few years ago, right? Yeah. And um, I was psyched to have, like, I was so excited to have um, the crawfish. We went to a crawfish boil, like, and they put it all on the table. Oh, they jumped on the table, there. like with the potatoes and the yeah. corn. And oh all man, yeah, yeah. I was pumped. I got to the table. I looked and I said, "Oh no, I nope. can't eat this." <laughs> and Gene's like, "Try it, try it." He's like, "I'll break it for you." I'm like, "Nope, nope, I saw it. I can't." I'm yeah. like, "Wow, it's it's really small and." insecty and i was like i can't do it i was like i just can't i tried i was like like trying each time and i just couldn't i couldn't you know it's never matter in such a big way right yes it really was and like i consider myself pretty adventurous eater but like that was just the one thing i was just like "Mm -mm, i can't do that and it's funny because i've always wanted to try crawfish and i've seen like i've seen like cooking shows i've seen things on tv that are like oh my god this looks amazing but yes but just like looking at the crawfish the insecty thing like mike said it, it just yeah. like when it's there you're just like oh i don't know if i can do this or not I meanwhile the lobster is a bigger version of it i'm like whatever i'm like yeah, tearing it apart no, i don't care there's too much I don't know other correlation with like creepy crawly things that's probably what it Make is it, it's just platter. so small and yeah. like the size I, I don't know what it was yeah. i'm dying to try it but i just We'll do it. Don't worry. We'll we'll get through it. We'll we'll do this. Faint of heart. The other thing that I remember too. Yeah, you got this. This now it's now it's now it's on our radar. Now we're doing this. So the uh, other thing that I was thinking of as well, we were kind of preparing for the episode was um, when I lived in college. um, That's a weird statement. When I lived in college, that sounds weird. When I went to college, um, you know, like this is uh, pretty common. Like I went in South and like. In Clemson, I wasn't going to go home, you know, every little break because it's, it's so expensive to fly and all that. So there would be times where I would go like to other people's houses, like, you know, friends you make, whatever else. And um, there was one friend, Josh, that I had and we would go to um, he lived in um, in South Carolina, kind of outside of Charleston. And I didn't know this, but the big thing that they would do is um, they would have these oyster boils um, and oyster bakes. And what they would do is they would take like. Most oh, yeah. most common oyster you would just have like either fried like in a po' boy, but like most frequently is oyster you just eat in the half shell and whatever else. But right. in um in South Carolina, a big thing that they would do is they would take um they would get like a, a big bushel of oysters. It comes in like basically like a net, and you get like a weight like a, a it's called a bushel. Here we are back to bushels and pecks again. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> oh so yeah, anyway, look so, at that. Um, you would go to the store, and I was like perplexed by this. So like you know how they kind of like grow, they're like attached to it, like it's whatever. So you get like a big yeah. bushel of oysters, and what they would do is on a on a huge barbecue, they would soak like burlap sacks. So they would take the burlap sacks or, or towels, and they put it over the oyster, over the over the oysters on the barbecue, and then they would turn the barbecue on, and they would steam and cook at the same time inside the barbecue so they get like charred but they also get a little smoked and then kind of like the the steam would open them up and then oh. you would crowd around you dump them on the table kind of like you were mentioning like with a you know with a crawfish boil dump them on the table and everyone kind of like you know have your drinks hanging out got your shuck you know and just kind of having your oysters just popping them in your mouth with a wow. you know a little sauce or whatever else but yeah. they're so good and it was like such a cool experience but what i loved about it it was more than like just the food it was like the environment like you know like yeah. you're out in the south it's like it's warm at night you know the, the, the smell mm. of the sea and it was just like oh, yeah. the right environment i loved it and oh, I, I, I probably ate there. way too many you know but i i think like these little moments i feel like there's a there's a certain little like situation where you just jump over to the other side and you kind of all of a sudden like 
are in. Like you're in it to win it, and you just want to like. What do you? What does Mike say? In it, in it for the biscuit. You kind of like get in it, and you just want to like try different stuff. And uh, and I feel like there's something to be said about just like having these experiences and all of a sudden you get like addicted to trying like new things and just trying different experiences and be like, yeah, I'll try that. I'll, I'll try it once. If it doesn't kill me, let's try some, you know, whatever else. But exactly. I think that yeah, we man. just want our we kids to get to that point, you know, <laughs> risk it. That's what it was. Risk <laughs> it for the biscuit. I'm busy thinking of like limp biscuit. Like what did Fred Durst say? I don't know what's going on. So yeah, I get that um, from my nephew. <laughs> risk it for the is biscuit. that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I That's love great. it. Oh gosh. Mm. Should we, um, is it time? Is it time to discuss? Is it time oh, to tell yeah. everybody what it's happened? Time dive to in. Discuss oh yeah, a glorious I think we're, we're evening. Right. So I, I feel like I've been. Uh, it is. I feel like I, I've been. I've been like keeping a secret. Like this is as if we're about to tell you some like live altering experience. Get your get your expectations in handle, everybody. <laughs> okay, that's cool. All right. So check it out. So we decided at some point, um, Mike and Sarah and I were like, why don't we? Um, why don't we go out to eat and bring our kids? We'll, we'll, we'll go to, we'll go out for some sort of random food and we'll each bring like one or two of our kids, depending who's available. And we'll just see like, if we could like have fun together. Cause like, I love these guys. I love hanging out with Sarah and Mike. So it was cool. Heck Cause yes. like, they don't get to see each other a lot, but like, it, it's kind of cool for us to all be together. Um, and we were like, let's just pick a place. It's like a little bit crazy for the kids. Like something that maybe they wouldn't necessarily eat or something they haven't tried before. And let's just like see what it's like to experience them trying food out like just let's just watch it and see what happens so we uh we found this um be adventurous be adventurous right um so there were um i feel like all over the country i feel like this is becoming more and more common there's these korean hot pot restaurants that are popping up and essentially what they are is um it's like you you choose a broth you get like these um these soups that either are like a family style they're right in front of you and they sit at the table or you um i think more of a modern twist on this is that on your on your table you get like these burners so that you could choose your own broth and then it's kind of more of a communal experiences of like getting different different meats and different vegetables and different things to like chuck in the soup and see what happens so um the places that we go to also have um the korean barbecue is kind of like an add-on so this i don't know if this is like another parts of the country but in new york what they're doing is these places are like Okay, you pay you pay a set price based on the size or height of your child, and then you um, or the height of your person. So if you're on the, the shorter right. side, I guess you're like, yo, I'm under this size. That's just what I pay. And then I you um, you should have fought for it. I respect I that. Should've. Five feet of fury should get a discount. So um, <laughs> so you get like um, you decide if you're just gonna have this hot pot experience or if you're gonna add on and do like the Korean barbecue. And the Korean barbecue is kind of fun because it's also a, a similar experience, but in this case, there's like a grill that's right in the middle of your table, and then and everyone gets like kind of random uh, raw food and then you put it on the grill and you, and, and you eat it, all that good stuff. So um, so we were all together. We roll into this place. It's very exciting. And all of a sudden we go to sit at a table and they're like, yeah, you got to be sitting at two different tables side by side. We're like, come <laughs> on, man. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. That was a bummer. So, but, you know, we made the best of it. Exactly. It was a good time. So let's see. So Sarah brought, um, you brought Julian and you brought Julian Sophia. And Sophia. Yep. So it turned we out to be really cool, right? Yeah, no, it was a good time because we've been to a Korean barbecue. Um, actually, a Michelin star restaurant <laughs> in the city. <laughs> so we were familiar with it, but we had to pick from a menu. So this was a buffet, 
and the kids went like wild they were like try, like grabbing a bunch of things off the plate i was following sophia at some point because i'm like she knows what to do i'm like i don't know what to do like she's like mike and i mike Kite and i were having like the hardest time figuring out where to start where to go <laughs> meanwhile i felt like the kids were just instinctively knowing where to go they're like okay i'm gonna get some sushi you know yeah, like yeah. lucas was getting i felt like sophia was like oh i see ramen i'm getting that i'm getting this i'm getting you know julian was like yo where's the raw meat for the soup and like we went over there like <laughs> the, the kids found everything they needed meanwhile i was like still spinning around in a circle laughing. with empty plate yo listen yeah. you first so off i feel like you deserve the first medal of the night where you were all in the <laughs> town and there's all these choices and you're like huh look at that donut and then you just started it out <laughs> and like <laughs> Okay. First of respect everything you were doing in that moment. So there were some toddlers next to us, um, and they were so cute and adorable. And they were eating these like really amazing looking honey buns. And you know how kids sometimes little, especially little ones, they eat something and they make it look amazing because they're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so big oh, for yeah. the mouth. They're kind of like working on it. It's all over their face. They're, they're sticky. just indulging to the neck. But right, and like and like. They're like loving it, and you're like, ooh. So I saw them. I saw. Me I really too, saw like 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 a little two year old, and I was like, yeah, I want some of that. I'm like, wherever uh, that is, I want some of that honey bun. <laughs> I, want that I like, honey like bun. your kids are like getting meat and vegetables, and you come back with a donut. I'm like, yes, best. I love I'm this. like, I'm like, yo, you gotta get this, guys. I'm like, honey buns, man, for the table. Yeah. yeah now I'm like, you know, I'm fighting my like parental instincts, and I'm like, I'll eat it at the end of my meal after I eat my vegetables and my. Oh, uh, me. I'm like, whatever. Sarah, like, you know, make a Beeline straight to the honey bun. She honey knocks buns. a couple kids out of the way. Yeah, oh, I'm like, move on with children. I need them. <laughs> hot. I felt like I must have looked like just a fish out of water because I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, wait, <laughs> which? And I'm like, we're, Where, we're standing there, what? and Mike standing next to me. Like, we got the sushi for Lucas. You're standing. Like, you were up there. I was up there. And like, meanwhile, like, you're right. Like, <laughs> Sophia and Julian have everything in lockdown. They had like their plates ready. They're like, they're already cooking things on the grill. Um, and like, and like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, wait. Is this a meat for the soup? Is this a meat for the barbecue? <laughs> Somebody help me out here. And and meanwhile, having, meanwhile, yes. we got a, a gentleman, the server, he explained everything to us. And it was like one of those like turn left, turn right, turn left, turn right. And you're like, yes. you got yes. it? You're like, to totally. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yep. sure. I'll do it. Of course. Sure. Yes. Yes. I got GPS. At the yeah, guess left what? GPS the right. doesn't help you in the Korean barbecue. Yeah, that didn't help. I, know, I need a map. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you. I walked in there. I got there first as, I was, as we were waiting for you guys. Me and Lucas are just like waiting in the... In in the lobby and we're looking around and we're like wow this is kind of cool this is interesting we're like trying to explore it lucas is like wow this is a really nice place daddy i'm like Aww. i know it's pretty cool and uh he's like what do we do what's all these things in the middle i'm like lucas i, have I love no it clue man yeah girl i have we're no gonna, clue we're just gonna <laughs> yes. all i listen my son all i know is <laughs> there is sushi and it's all you can eat and there's all right. this stuff too and we're gonna try it right. he's like wait this sushi all you can eat uh, said, yes yes my son enjoy he's like Ooh. and you know lucas when he gets really excited he does like this this little thing with his fingers uh, he, puts, he puts them close together oh, like, really fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh uh, yes. like some type of malicious thing is going yes. to happen you know i love it i love it so you know um and then as soon as we started we were like oh my god what do we do and him and i are looking around and we just kind of like looked around at the tables to see like what everybody else was doing we saw that they were making like 
like, okay, this is a plate of vegetables. This is a plate of meat. This is a plate yep. of whatever else. And then the, everybody was just cooking, throwing it in the soup, trying all different things. It was a really cool experience. And the kids were just going to town. And it seems like they knew more than we did because they were ready and they were adventurous and they were just trying it. And it was great. It was great. It was a great experience. I, th I think that's what it is. Like they, they were just adventurous. They were like willing to try whatever it was. It was just such a novel idea to them. The whole situation. Yeah. Meanwhile, like the three of us were like overthinking it. Like, what do we do next? Right. Yes. Yes. For, for what? yes. Like there's yeah. no rules. Like as long as you're eating it and it's not raw, like unless it's meant to be raw, like we're good to go. You know what I mean? Like well, I mean, Julian like threw some of the soup meat on the, on the hot plate. Like he didn't care. He was just like, throwing things everywhere, you know, yeah. like and we just eating it. It was awesome. Did you have that moment where you were like, cause it happened on several occasions after, by the way, Sarah was like completely like, Awesome. She was like the dead mother on top of the responsibility of her own children. Oh, yeah. She, oh, she yeah. stands up at one point. She's like, she's like, just looks at us for a second. And like, she looks at like a little bit of a confusion. Then she steps away. She comes back with like ladles and spoons. And yeah. Napkins. She's almost like, have you guys ever eaten food before? It looks like you I haven't. felt like such a new person. I'm like, oh my God, I, I'm, I'm yeah. doing well, this wrong. Because I was looking around. I'm like, where's my spoon? Where's my fork? Where's yeah. my like stuff? And I'm like, oh, we have to get it for ourselves. And then I looked over you guys. I'm like, they got nothing either. I'm like, let me go get it for everyone. I was like, because. Yeah. I'm sorry. So <laughs> I, I think I was in. having like a yes. I think I was in a quandary <laughs> because like 100. She's amazing. We all know the story, but this needs to be said. There <laughs> yeah. was um a moment where like I, and this happened several times where like I was so used to like picking up chopsticks and just like eating that like yeah. I had to like stop myself because I kept wanting to touch the raw meat with the chopsticks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was yeah. like, Whoa. Pump the brakes, home slice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I had to like separate like the plate that I was eating was like this goes to the side, and then like Jacob and I had like our plate of like you know whatever we were whatever we were cooking, and he was so excited, and he's so funny because he's like, I'm like, what do you want to get? He's like, I don't know, I'm just gonna get what you get. I'm like, all right, so I don't get something, and he's like, we'll just try it, and I think he was like kind of looking over to Sophia and seeing what she was doing, and and like yeah. none of our kids at any point of the game were like freaked out or nervous they were just no. like thrown at this like okay first off parents let me just tell you if if i had like done this in any way differently like this was like the moment of like indiana jones where he has a sandbag he's kind of figuring out what the right size and the whole thing comes comes dooming down the, it was like the moment of like <laughs> if i had interjected my own opinion about like what should be done i feel like it would all come crumbling down but yeah. it was just like they were just like in their own world of just like that looks good i want to try that who cares if it's bad there's so many other choices where they yeah. didn't feel this pressure of like i have to choose one thing out of this list of items and i could choose badly i better go with something that's comfort zone you know but they didn't yeah. do that they were just like uh that looks good let's just get that random meat and that one and that one you want vegetables nah i'm like all right i'm gonna grab a couple mushrooms let's try that yeah, <laughs> Whatever. No, okay <laughs> And they were so good, and they had the bulgogi and like the um, I don't know what beef flap is, but um, in my next life I want to know what beef flap is because it's delicious. <laughs> um, there was like ribeye, there was uh, there was there was um, oh what is this? uh, uh you know like basically bacon, short like rib. you know pork belly, short rib. Yeah. Oh, I got um, the pork belly. That was good. That was good, right? Was good time. And then they yeah. even had shrimp, right? With a shrimp with a completely head-on, completely yes. just like in its. You know, um, and, and I'm like, Jacob, these look good. You want to get some of these? Like, all right. I'm like, we'll get some of the other ones too. But something tells me these look like they're going to be good. So we got all this. We got a random Thai sausage. So we get all this stuff and we get back and it's just like chucking things in the, uh, yeah, chucking yeah. Things on the yep. grill. And yep. it was like so much fun because at one point, like I realized like my kid does not 
cook that much. Like I do a little bit with him, yes. but like I don't like. So I'm like, he's like, well, what should we, what should we put? On? I'm like, what should you put on? So I gave him the, right. uh, I gave him the tongs, <laughs> and uh, he was having a lot of fun. He was like flipping the food, and like he's yep. like, I'm like, I don't know, yep. what do you think? I'm like, you know, and he had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, even Lucas, even Lucas said like, Dad, this is a great way to teach kids how to learn. And I'm like, oh, he's so uh, how, to, how to how to cook. And I'm like, dude, you're absolutely right. And that's part of the it excitement, is. just like throwing stuff on the burner, watching it cook, and you know, uh, wondering is it ready yet? Is it not ready? And yes. he's like, Dad, is this is this ready to eat? Uh, I want to try it. You know, so it was really a really cool experience. And I didn't think. You know, because a lot of people, I think, may have the idea of like, oh, I have to cook my food when I go out and sit down. Like, it's kind of annoying. She's up. And she's upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, honey. But, you know, and it, 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 it can be annoying, but it can also be fun. And it's like what I always say. It's all part of the experience to like, you know, it, it's not one of those places where you're all like, oh, let me look at the menu and order something really good. It's like. It's going there, cooking food, having fun with it, eating it, enjoying, and the fact that it tastes good is even better. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, I feel like we it was play also, with our food, right? Oh, yeah, we, play, we literally play with our food. But I felt yeah. like it was like a good way to like make combinations of different things. Like you know, like my kids were throwing corn in their soup, and they were throwing like a little veggies yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, and then like Sophia was very organized because she was like putting everything like separate. Like so, she knew like good food handling. Meanwhile, Julian's like throwing like raw <laughs> and cooked. I'm like, you can't do that. Why not? I'm like because. That's not cooked. That's cooked. Like you're getting it yeah. all mixed up. You got to keep things separate. So it really was like a fun learning experience, you know. Um, and at the end of the day, like as long as like everything was cooked and like even the stuff that touched the raw stuff, you cooked a little bit more, you were good to go. Like it was just right. a fun time. One thing my children learned was a very valuable lesson was if the waiter says something is yes. very hot <laughs> or maybe they don't like it, they don't recommend it, you should listen. Because my kids were like, I want the hot broth. And I was like, but the man's saying it's very hot. My daughter's like, nope, I can handle it. I'm like, okay. Then my little guy, <laughs> he like has heartburn sometimes. He's like, I want hot, hot ramen. Oh, no. And I was like, Julie, you should get the, you get the mild one. And he's like, nope. And I could tell like what he like really digs in his heel sometimes. And I was like, okay, I don't want to embarrass him in front of everyone. Let him get the hot yeah. and yeah. he'll learn. Yeah. And I was like, let me get the mild one because you know, just to be safe. Well, that hot was no joke it was it wasn't even like it wasn't even like hot it was like scorching like burn yeah. your nostril hairs your wow. sinuses wow. it was it wasn't even like it wasn't no offense to the place it wasn't very good because it wasn't it was just unbearably hot like it wasn't like i don't know it if it actually eats that. Yeah. no it didn't it had like more like that smoke so like i took some yeah. to try to like soften up uh julian's like broth and i didn't realize how hot it was so when i breathed in like all that hot steam and it hit the back of my throat i like died for like a good five minutes because it just it was just smoke hitting right in the back of my throat like it wasn't even like I didn't even taste hot. I was just like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just when that heat hits your back of your throat. Like, it, yeah, no, like that's happened to me. Gas, like, you like breathe it in and you start choking. And, and you're like, yeah. oh. I was like, oh yeah, my God, I'm dying. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't even get like a taste in my mouth. Like, I didn't even know yeah. 
my mouth is not even hot. My throat is like hot. Like the back, my esophagus like, is Where hot. did this come from? I know. Yeah. So that gentleman was very nice and he was like, not good. I was like, nope. <laughs> he got two different types of soups for my kids. And I was like, yeah, stay in your lane, guys. Stay in your lane. So you know they learned I like, um, <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> but I like that Um, there was something, I think there's something to be said and I don't want to like over overlook what you just brought up and I, I want to just make mention of that is that there's something to be said about like treating the waiter at your, at your table like first off with respect because that goes with first and Absolutely. foremost but two yeah. is like ask them like what do you like and yeah. he was so nice he was so friendly and he was like oh he's like oh um, well first of all a couple things one was like he took pity on us for their terrible cooking and, he, and they got like <laughs> they, they like swapped out our char yep. grill at one yep. point because it was so blackened over with like just char and like Aww. it was like you know carbon and everything. so he was like <laughs> I'm like, he's like, I'm like, so like, what do you, how do you go about this? Like, what do you, what do you recommend? Is it like hotter in the center? He's like, yeah, yeah. It's like throw like, you know, throw the thin stuff or like the bacon or the shrimp, like in the middle. And then on the outside, throw the thicker stuff. It takes a little bit longer to cook. So once we kind of like ah. learned a little bit from him and then I was like, what are your, what's your favorite? Like, what do you get? And then he was like, try the, uh, try the garlic shrimp, try the garlic chicken, try, try it. I'm like, all right. I'm like, you're the man. I'm like, let's do okay. this. I'm yes. doing this. So yeah, he no. smiled a bit because I think he was like, you know, it's nice when people ask, like, I trust, yeah. the, I always trust the people that are the, the, the wait staff because they, they know. So like, yeah. you know, when you go out to yeah. eat, you're like, all right, listen, I have a couple ideas for what I eat. Which one should I get? And then the, the waiters are usually <laughs> exactly. awesome. And they'll tell you, be like, no, I wouldn't. Or, or like occasionally like they don't need, they're like, all right, a lot, this is a popular item. A lot of people will get this, which is like, all right, fine, whatever. But I so much more prefer when they're just like yes. in it. They're like, yo, yep. I've had this. It's yep. all right. But if you really want something good and it's not always yes. the most expensive thing, sometimes it's the cheaper thing. They're like, this is yeah. where it's at. And I, I so always true. listen to the waiter. Like Jean loves to ask, like, um, "What's your between this and this? Like, what is your? What do you really recommend?" And like for whatever reason, it's always like the two things. They're like, "Well, I wouldn't get Jean. any of those things." <laughs> they're like, "I'll get the off." I like, I, I like usually it's like the thing I picked out. I'm like, "Mm hmm," because it looked good. I know, or whatever. So like. Yeah. But um, I always and listen to the waiter. And your teeth are like, ding. <laughs> but like, I can think about like, even like I went to a restaurant most recently with um, our cousins and the waitress, she was like so enthusiastic. Like she was like, yeah, I can eat that. That's good. We're like, what about this? She's like, oh my God, I would get that. And I was like, that's it. That's what I want. Like, you if want you have help, that reaction, right? I want it. Yeah. You know, the, thinking, talking about the waitress makes me think about, do you have like your kids try to order from the restaurant or do you order for them? You know, like how does that, how does that play into what are you a, a, a supporter of letting your kids order or do you order I think for it depends them? on the kid, right? Cause like my older guy, I feel like I'm okay with him deciding what he wants, but like, obviously it can't be like, you know, the most expensive thing on the menu, but like if it's within right. reason and he wants to eat it, I, I want it, I want him to have it. I want him to try it, you know? Right. Right. Um, and then for like, you know, unfortunately more of our picky eaters, I don't say names. Um, then we feel more inclined <laughs> to, to order for them, you know? But, like, this was such a better experience to have, like, to not have to choose. I guess that's kind of the experience, you know? It was nice to have them pick everything out. We're just trying to make them adventurous, right? So Yeah, like- no, ex- exactly. Like, I tr- like trying to make them adventurous to go out of their, like, they're on the ledge a little bit. I've always, ever since they were little... It- if they could order the juice that they were going to have, they picked the say the juice. Like, I'm like, okay, what kind of juice do you want? And the right. apple juice. So right. I always had them order because, um, one, I, this one is super cute. 
I was a, I used to waitress, so yeah. I used to love it yeah. when a little yeah. baby was like, "I want apple juice," and you're like, "Okay, yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, gonna you, I'm gonna get you the biggest juice ever." Um, but, and then you're like, "Can you not bring that until the food comes, please?" Yeah, you're like, first, exactly. can you that down to a little bit?" Um, yeah. But also, too, like, I want them to like learn how to like talk to people, like, what yeah, is definitely. the cashier, right. the hostess, the waiter, you know, everyone in your in their lives. Everyone works. Everyone works hard for their stuff, you know. And I want them to treat everyone with respect. So, like, you know. Like always, please and thank you is a big thing. I always say, please, thank you. You know, I try to model right. that as well. Um, and I always have the kids like, like, okay, I'm like, no, you're going to order this. Okay. How do you want, you want your burger well done. You want mm-hmm. it with no extras on it. You're going to have right. to learn how to order it because there's going to come a day when I'm not with you and you're going to have right. to articulate it to the parent or to the waiter or waitress, what you want. So you need to learn how to order your food. You know, Absolutely. so I always, ever since they were little, I always started to make them uh, order this stuff because I just felt like it was like an important life skill for them to have. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's so important, too, that you're like modeling, um, you're modeling respect to the people that work there. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's all these articles and things and like these. I mean, I, all right. Maybe I shouldn't go as far as calling them articles. I mean, I love BuzzFeed sometimes, but, you know, where like you talk right. where you even see like where they talk about like. Um, I know this this sounds unrelated, but I think it is. Uh, they talk about like ultimate like those are like those BuzzFeed things where they talk about like you know when they they go through Reddit and they're like you know what, what are the experiences where you've gone on a first date and you've immediately decided you never want to go out with this person again and you always see something where like a person went on a date with a person and and one of them um, was rude to the waitstaff or like yeah. acted yeah. like they they're yeah. they not yeah. on the same they're not equals to them they talked down to them or they were rude. And like there's there is a that is a great life lesson right there to, to to teach your kids how to be respectful for the people that are that are around them and that no one that is working in a restaurant any if they're like, you know, any part of the restaurant deserves any less respect than, you know, anybody else. And and I think that it's good that we get to model that for them. Do you do you, uh, Mike, do you let your kids uh, choose? Do you do they um, yeah, I I mean I, I I am just like Sarah. I have been letting my kids choose uh you know, I, I go over I'll it have with the them. Fillet. <laughs> yeah. I go over it with them before the waiter and the waitress comes. Okay. Yeah. Hey Lucas, do you know what you're ordering? Hayden, do you know what even Hayden, she'll she you know, Aww. she's three years old and she'll say, you know, she'll circle her what she wants yep. on the little kitty menu. <laughs> the best and part. then she tries to say it, you know, and and you know obviously if she can't articulate it will help her out but you know all my kids since they've been young and anytime we go to a restaurant we've and they're still young but i always have them order because you know i actually used to be a a server and a waiter for many years so i kind of know you know uh a little from the other side of it too definitely been there right yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, it's adorable. I what I always did was like, okay, they ordered that. There's a chance they may not like it, so I did. I always just like the, the hot soup. I ordered the safer item where if you don't like that, I'll eat it because I'm I'll eat whatever. Yeah, and you're a good mom. Yeah, yeah, no, and I'll sacrifice. I'll be like, all right, I got the you know grilled cheese sandwich or whatever. <laughs> I here. got you. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Like, you don't uh, want I've been it? dreaming like, all okay. week about having this child's grilled cheese. Ma- <laughs> exactly. Like, I, so I really wanted the mac and cheese with hot dogs in it. But, know, you know, like, but, you know, like, just I, I do it. You know, maybe that's always the right answer. But, like, sometimes I just want them to try stuff. And, like, if they're willing to try it and it's a little out of the box for them, why not? Take a risk. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know what? Let's call it for what it is. Like, going out with your kids if they're happy and enjoying the night and they're not causing a big stink, exactly you eating oh, like yeah. whatever is far oh, better yeah. than you getting a great meal and then yeah. having a terrible it, time, you know? 
exactly unless it's like a really expensive restaurant that has delicious food then yeah. it's all it is gloves off you're on your own kids <laughs> I know, you know it just, doesn't matter just to speak to what you're saying Mike is uh, we went to the diner this past weekend and right after like uh, church we went to a diner just to have breakfast as a family and we were all sitting there and it was like the most enjoyable time as a family just Everybody was eating something that they like because that's what I like about diners. You could have like you could have lunch, you could have breakfast, you, you could have dinner, you, whatever you a kid wants. They could order it. Lucas was like, oh, dad, could I get uh, pancakes and french fries? I'm like, you know what? Why not? Get some pancakes and french fries. You, you know, want some uh, spadicapita? You want some yeah, mozzarella? I love whatever, it. Man. Whatever. Yeah, go you ahead. Know, Ellie, Ellie wanted chicken fingers and french fries. Hayden just wanted eggs. And, <laughs> and we were all sitting there. Everybody was, you know, chewing. We were talking. We were eating. It was just a fabulous time. And I think really what I enjoyed the most is that all the kids were eating without like wasting anything. Complaint. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. That is, you that's know? the best. No, I love that. And like, and there are times that we've done, um, like we've done wacky days, even like Sophia, we still call like a reverse day or wacky day. And there've yeah. been times we've gone to like Chili's cause Sophia's like favorite restaurant. And we're like, we're going to order dessert first. Oh yeah. Then dinners. Yeah. Like and like, and we're like, we're like, Ooh, we're going to do this. And the way I was like, all right, I've seen that before. <laughs> like no big deal. But meanwhile, me and Sophia are like dessert first. Oh yeah. Like we're going to do it just cause like, yeah. why not? Like, I can cool. picture why that little exactly. smile on her why face. Not? Like she must love it. Yeah. yeah, and especially if they time it where it, like the fries and the burger comes out, then you have the sweet and salty all together. You know, like, and like I'm sure you can say like I want it all, out all together, but there's something about like being like purposeful and saying dessert first. Yes, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna rephrase <laughs> it. I'm gonna rephrase that whole thing about that. We talked about the article from like you know whatever from like a few weeks ago. I'm just gonna say that Sarah won the week this week. That is awesome. Yes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my god, we would go out to eat, and um, there's this thing with Noah because he's he's like you know like Hayden and Noah they're like the younger ones now, and um, yeah. he uh, <laughs> it's so funny. He doesn't say pancake right. He says pancake, and my wife um, my wife <laughs> yeah. refuses to fix it. I'm like, yep. listen, when he goes to kindergarten, we're gonna have to figure this out. But right now, you could keep your pancake. Okay, it's a pancake. <laughs> I love it. So why don't we take a moment? Let's see what the experts had to say with all of this crazy stuff but um i will tell you that going out with two good friends and their kids and having a night out and just enjoying it watching the kids have fun man there's nothing better i love you guys all right let's check this out we got uh we got ourselves um i love you man um we got this article here and um what it is is an article in forbes.com which i do not subscribe to because they told me i could read three more articles this week so i have a pdf here that i quickly made so anyway so i thought this was a good article so the article was titled how to survive eating out with your kids and um it's pretty wild i think that um once you get past all the you know the shenanigans some of the great tips that i liked here were um one was uh, they say like favor Italian, Mexican, or Chinese because invariably the kids will find something crispy, fried, or with cheese on it. So wherever <laughs> wherever there's noodles, there's a high probability the kids will eat them. So I like how this article wasn't necessarily about like um, like how to talk to your kids about ordering their food. It was like let's just yes. call it for what it is. Here are some situations in which you might have a higher probability of walking out alive. So they were also like um, don't <laughs> let them just order. Just choose. This is interesting. Just choose several items um, that they're not familiar with and have the waiter sit them all on the table, like family style. And I and I could get my head wrapped around this with like going out for Chinese oh, food. Yeah. Like we order yeah, a bunch yeah, of dishes, yeah. everyone shares. It's just what it is. 
And when they ask, what is that? This is what they say in the article. When they ask, what's that? Just say, try it. And they say, what if I hate it? And say, <laughs> then don't try it. And it's just this moment of like, do it or don't. Who cares? And then I think that immediately do drops do that. Not. There is no well, try. Yeah. I mean, you know, Yoda <laughs> is busy eating like, you know, trying to steal Luke's granola bars and eating frogs. So what does he have to say for himself? So, but anyway, so um, the, this in this situation, like this, I think what it basically is what we didn't maybe necessarily realize is we emulated that by just being in an environment where there was this big, um, you know, variety of buffet stuff. But yeah, maybe this yeah. is like a way to do it. Maybe like treating our experience and going out to have food like the way we did, we could do that on a smaller scale of just treating like all kinds of food, like in that family style environment where like it's it's OK to mess up because there's other options on the table. You know what I mean? Yeah. It says tell the manager to get something to nibble on to the table immediately. A little bread and butter, Mexican chips, Chinese noodles. It's yep. funny because I'm I'm almost like they're going to ruin their meal because I'm hearing my mom telling me this. But they're saying <laughs> in this article, which is interesting, is that sometimes kids blood sugar levels could get them really cranky. And my middle guy, he's like me. If he doesn't eat, his blood sugar drops. And yep. then he's like, he's a beast. He's a monster. And oh, I, I, really? get, I get that, that way too. So I know yeah, that she, gets hangry. she does also. Yeah. 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 You got to get some protein and then it's like protein stat, you know? Um, so, yeah. um, and then it said like, another thing that was kind of good was bad. Like don't dawdle. Don't like, you know, like, like go off and like, what's good. What's not good. Just like bust it out. It says the one minute, 45 second rule should be enforced that everyone has to make it a choice within that time frame. So look at it, make a decision, get it. And then as a parent, like I love Sarah's idea of like have the backup plan, get some good things, get them ordered right away. Don't overthink it. Um, and they say, ask for a table near the restroom and one you can get up from easily. And you know why, obviously. Um, and it said that, like, you know, small children might be allowed to bring some small toys to the table, but um, stifle their mania for playing video games. You know, get that stuff off the table. Don't have video games or distractions. Make it so that, like, they're aware of, like, when the food hits the table, that they're just taking it all in. And, like, invariably, like, maybe one thing doesn't look good, but because that one thing doesn't look good, something else will look better. So this yeah, idea right. of, like, you got to look, you know, something's going to look good this table you don't know what it is necessarily but just have something you know by us going out to an environment where there was just like a plethora of crispy fried delicious choices we we <laughs> didn't do so bad one thing i have to add where i might be like slightly disagreeing with him was the teenager thing because like sophia i felt like she was engaged and then there were times she was on her phone she was kind of doing her own thing or she was cooking or whatever and i think maybe because you guys are just really awesome like we're engaging her and things like that and she engaged as well but i think sometimes you have to also appreciate like teenagers like even though they're quiet they might look disengaged for a bit they're kind of still soaking it all in they're kind of listening to the grown conversations mm -hmm. and things like that so i kind of like, just let them be a little bit you know um i think she was she was smiling in our group photo which is huge you know um oh, yeah. so like so like that means like is she like when we got in the car she goes i go back there again she's like she, she really liked experience you know and if you were like outside looking in not knowing her you might be like oh this kid on the phone TikToking, snapchatting or whatever meanwhile she's like taking pictures of her food she's like she was cool. she, she ate yeah. all the food and stuff like that she enjoyed the company so like you know sometimes uh yes they may be impossible to please but if you just give them a little leniency they'll they might rise to the occasion i think i loved having her there i thought it was so yeah. cool having like the big kid there because <laughs> i was like and jacob was like 
he was like a little shy like he was like next to me and like doing stuff but he was loving it and like yes, i think like he, he was, was. kind of happy sophia was there he's happy lucas was there and julian yeah. and like they just kind of made it look so easy and having fun they, you know they really did they had a good time and after the the boys named the crawfish their names you know bob and robert and we had charlie yeah. <laughs> there was one moment it was so funny that i just had to bring up that um there was so like julian was like never had i don't know if he never had a crawfish or never like took one apart never did so he never did so he, he's i'm like yo just pop the head off and like he's like all right and then and then like, yeah, and i'm like i'm like julian are you gonna like suck the head i'm like that's what they do so Sophia's like, Julian, suck the head. And I was like, all right. And it was like, it wasn't even like, there wasn't even like a split second of hesitation. It was like, either like, I, I, and after I turned to Sophia, I'm like, were you like, um, is this like a thing? Like, were you like messing with him? Like, she's just like looking down at her phone. She's like, Julian, suck the head. And it was like, he's like, all right. And it was like, I don't know if he was like, um, you're not scaring me. I can do this. And he had no problem. And it was just so funny. I was loving it. And I'm like, Sophia, like, you, you mess with him? He's like, no, he's just, he's doing it. So I was like, well, just do it, you know? Like, I know so you do cute. it. They have a nice little relationship. Yeah. I thought it was they awesome. Do. That's what I'm talking about. There's like, there's like this snark that's there. And at the same time, she's like, just do it, man. And like, he, he listens to her. Whatever he says, she says is like the gold, golden book. He's her, his, her Aww. biggest cheerleader and everything like that. I so love like that she, though. She says to That's do cool. it. Julian's like, I, I'll do it. Like I was gonna do it, but now I'm really gonna do it. So sibling you know. love. There's nothing exactly. Listen, when when no time. one's around, no one's around. I want you to tell Sophia that Mike and I think that she's an awesome sister. Yes. I will. She I'll just it. whisper to her. I'll be like. Like, listen, nobody, nobody's know about this. We won't say this in front of your brother, but just, just for the record. And it was so cute because we were leaving the, uh, the, the, you know, the people that, um, the management, whatever. There was, a, there was a um, woman in the front, and and we're like, can you take our picture? And she's like, yes. So she got us all lined up, and she got us like in the front yeah, yeah. near the sign. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, no, it was a good time. We had a really good time. Heck yeah. It was fun. It was definitely fun. We enjoyed it. Really? More, more food for us again. Let's do more exciting yes. things. Food yes. and smiles. I'm here for it. I love it. Oh, right? the next thing we should definitely try is food trucks. We should do like a food truck tour. Ooh. You're not scaring. You're not scaring me, buddy. <laughs> We're there. All we right. love a food well, truck. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Um, if I think we are without a doubt um, happy that we did this, and when it comes to our little show, if you had experiences that involved um, steaming hot, burning your face <laughs> off, uh, spicy food, or you've had uh, you know food that you've never necessarily tried before with your kids, whatever else, we'd love to hear from you. If you have questions or comments, a topic, an idea, a pairing story, or a fail that you experienced, you could contact us. Maybe Eva's tell us about an upcoming birthday for your kiddo. One, you could contact us on our Hey of the Parents voicemail line at 559-LAY-KIDS. If you're feeling fancy in French, and if you want to dial a phone number like other other people, look at the show notes and the phone number's there. Two, you can email the show at heyotherparents at gmail.com. Keep it weird, keep it short, keep it interesting. Whatever, just write us an email. <laughs> Three, you can join us on Instagram at heyotherparents. That's not hard to find. We will try to keep you up to date on show info, polls, more, and without a doubt, you'll see questioning parental moments, things about our show, and we try to give you a graphical depiction and an AI imagery just to make you say to ourselves, <laughs> wow, you're not alone. This is what they're doing too. I guess it ain't all that bad. All right, so we are back for some parenting unplug, time to unplug. Don't forget, you'll be a better way if you take care of me. By the way, my <laughs> wife and I were listening to this, um, to our podcast in the car, and, <laughs> and, and and I said that part about don't forget you'll be a better weave to hear me. She's like, what? <laughs> she got that far. Yes. She's like, yes. I, think, uh, yes. she's like I, think you, I think you take care of yourself just fine. So, all right. So, um, this week. <laughs> so, uh, Mike Levine, why don't you start us out this week? What do you got from your parenting unplugs? 
so let me tell you, I rarely get time to watch TV. And um, when I do wake up at two o'clock in the morning, uh, I have been looking we call for that a show. my time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have been looking for a show to watch. And I, 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 I've been interested. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Welcome to Wrexham on Hulu. Yeah. And it's it's with Ryan Reynolds and um, uh, I forgot the other guy, Rob McClenney. Rob McClennan, yeah. Uh, so basically, in a nutshell, these these two actors have bought a uh, soccer team in Wales called uh, Wrexham, right? And they have lifted, and it, they've been in like the bottom tier of the soccer charts, and they're trying to kind of promote them so that to to make them better and uh, and promote them within the league. Uh, and they have been doing this like they have like the first season is them just kind of like trying their hardest and they don't make it. But I think the next uh, the second season I do, you know, I actually looked it up and they did win. So I kind of like know the ending of second season, but I want to watch it. So funny, you know, <laughs> but they got promoted and I'm like it, it, and what they've done to this town and how much like it's really inspiring. It's really interesting. I, you know, uh, I think you guys should check it out. You know, well, it's funny because um, when I originally saw the commercial for this, I obviously had it completely wrong, but I thought that everybody was trying to get in, get in on the Ted Lasso action, and uh-huh. and I didn't realize that it was actually like a real thing. No, and it was yeah, Ryan Reynolds and um, the thing. dude from yeah. uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They're yeah. like together, they're hysterical to begin with, but like yeah. just the fact that they could rally around this and like they're like, oh, we bought a soccer team. Like you, you did what? You know? It's yeah, like crazy, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> it's really cool, and it's it's funny because it's like all the people from Wales are like, we're not letting any Yankees buy our our uh, our. Uh, uh, you know, our, 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 soccer, our club, our, our soccer, soccer club, team, our soccer club, and you know they let the Americans in, and you know they've become a real part of the community, and it's it's just really it's really inspiring, really nice, really you know kind hearted show, and I, I and funny too because Ryan Reynolds and Robert Clooney are are very funny as well, so it's it's kind of it's cool. You should check it out. <laughs> you just brought me back to uh, like going to the south. I know, like you said, Yankee. It's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was my buddy. His aunt was there. His Josh's aunt was talking about that. You know, that guy that we visit and um yeah. we would go and his his aunt first time she met me she's like you know the difference between a yankee and a damn yankee I'm like, well, <laughs> i imagine you're gonna wow. tell me and wow. she's like well a yankee comes to the south um but a damn yankee doesn't go home i was like oh, oh, man. Oh, I'm wow. like, oh man i know but i'm like i like you and we were laughing yeah. giggling like you know about 20 minutes later but it was you know anyway on that note sarah d what do you got <laughs> all right five below my favorite store ever created so there was Good a candy. pokey Mon yes. puzzle that I was like, ooh, me and the kids ooh. will do this together. And Julie and I started it off, but I wind up doing it by myself and I finished up the Pokemon puzzle. And it was like one of those ones like where there's a repeated pattern over and over again. So oh, it wasn't like, like it was it was actually really challenging. And I always wanted to do like this uh, a mac and cheese or like a like a black um like it's all black po- uh, puzzle. Like wow, you're like puzzle. a glutton for punishment. I know. <laughs> I've been wanting to try it. So the Pokemon one was like the 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 dipping your toe into the pool of really hard puzzles, and it was a fun time. I enjoyed myself, even though it was meant for kids. But you know what, guys, you're never too old to make a puzzle, <laughs> and and it was all 100 pieces, so it was super easy to do at the same time, but hard because it took me a couple of days, and um, it was satisfying. 
I have to say. Very nice. You and uh, Very Rachel nice. have to talk. I just, I just don't want to. I don't want you to become her friend. You're my friend. You were know? <laughs> <laughs> my friend first. My friend she first. Does, she's doing puzzles too. It's so funny. She like really enjoys it. And like we were doing puzzles as a family. And like occasionally she'll just start a puzzle and she's like to do it like a little bit yes. of time. She has like you know a little puzzle mat. She rolls. That's it up, cool. You know. That's cool. Does really she get like a little shit. possessive over the puzzle? Because I know I do. I'm like, don't touch it. Like this is my puzzle. Well, don't touch it. She doesn't get possessed. I mean, people a little bit. Although Ethan will roll around and be like, "Come do the last piece." We're like, "No, dude, you didn't earn it." But the right. um, <laughs> um, she she'll like sort it all by color. Like she has like these little trays. Oh, okay. And she, like, sort she has like, yeah. and I don't. I'm like, I'm just. I just want to find the outside corners. I like, just like the five pieces. You know? <laughs> right, right. But she's yeah. like, oh, I got sorted by color. I'm like, you are, you are out of control. But then she's got a system that works her really method. well. But I don't yeah. have the like. The, I don't feel like I would want to go through that first step of sorting. So she's she's a better human being than I am. But yeah, so wait, she, oh, she, wait, she wait. is more organized. Quick question: When you guys finish the puzzle, do you save it and like like paste she, over it so that she it, did? You she can got frame the, it um, what's that stuff it? called? The um, Mod Podge stuff. Whatever. Oh uh-huh. yeah, so yeah. She, she did that. And then here's the thing: you, she <clears throat> she found this out, or she figured this out. You Mod Podge the front of it first because like you can't uh, flip it over; the whole thing will fall apart. Uh, so you Mod Podge the front of it. Let it dry, then you could flip it, and then you do the back a couple times, and then you could uh, oh, okay. put in a frame, okay. hang in the wall. So we have a couple hanging up there now. And, oh, um, that's there awesome! A, there was a Zelda one that they did that we did, and um, she took it over, and um, at one point, like it got really, really hard. Like I think what you were describing, where like the background was just you know like all black or all brown yeah. or it was. Um, and, um, and somehow like my, my nephew, um, they lost one of the puzzle pieces. Oh no. (laughs) So like, um, so we have this puzzle and there's like one piece missing. We framed it. I was thinking of like, even like adding like a little puzzle piece of like one piece is missing here. And we like, write the words in there, but um, it's fine. So it's hysterical. So I have the Zelda puzzles. Pretend that this is a leaf. (laughs) Oh, it's hysterical. I know. It's so cute. That'd be hysterical. I'm going to buy a new puzzle and get that piece. My wife's like, you're insane. Don't do that. (laughs) No, (laughs) me, me, I don't, um. I don't, I don't select them or anything like that. I just I crumple it up and call it a day. I don't know. Well, you know what? There's a company. Like, what do that I do with it now? At a later date, but there's a company that you could actually subscribe to, where um, they send you puzzles. You do them and they send them back. I don't know oh. if it's like actually like worth it or not, but we should look They're into that. They're not committals. I like it. What about you, right, Mr. So Hype? I gotta tell you guys. I gotta tell you guys about this movie that um, you know that I like. Um, with you know, whenever people are like, you know, your favorite movie, I'm always like The Goonies and Princess Bride. Done. Um, so anyway, so this uh, there's a movie called Finding Ohana. Did you guys see this on Netflix by by chance? No, uh, I did not. No, it's okay. So it's very easy to look over because it looks like stereotypical, like weird children adventure movie. And it, it could look like, if you just take a quick look at it, it might as well look like it's Dora the Explorer or whatever. So anyway, so we, uh-huh. we, we, we see it. We watch this trailer. And we saw it a few years ago, and it looked like a little violent. We're like, eh, maybe not yet. I don't know if the kids are into it. So anyway, so Ethan's been like, I want to see Finding Ohana. And and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm into it. So like, we go through these phases where it's like video game night, hanging out with the kids night, doing this, doing that. So eventually, like, it circles back to somebody making a decision of what they want to see. And Ethan was like, I want to see Finding Ohana. And then like, now we're like debating. Do we want to see this? Do we want to see that? I'm like, all right. I second it. We're finding it. We're watching Finding Ohana. A little screaming, a little yelling. Everybody's now fine, fine. sitting on the couch watching Finding Ohana. Let me tell you a story. This movie was killer. But the part of it, and I'm watching it, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, this is like blatantly ripping off the Goonies. Like, what is happening right now? Mm. So we're watching it, and then all of a sudden, um, the dude, I can't think of the actor's name, but the dude that played um, uh, Data, um, the, the oh, actor that's yes, becoming famous, he's oh, yeah. in the movie. And I'm like, what is happening right now? And I look down, and I and I just see something out of the corner of my I'm like, whoa, hold on a second. Pause, rewind. On the side of his keys... He has a keychain in the movie that are like teeth, like the chompers from from Goonies. 
And uh-huh. I'm like, no way. So <sighs> my wife grabs her phone and we look it up and this movie uh-huh. is filled with Goonies Easter eggs. The whole movie wow. has nothing but Goonies Easter eggs for the whole thing. And it had like a reference to Indiana Jones with like, you know, um, where like um, Short Round is like driving with the blocks in his feet because he's too short to like be on the car. And there's all these things that are like showing up in it. And apparently like it's not a blatant ripoff of Goonies. It was an ode to Goonies. And you know me, I'm like, I'm in now. Now I'm now I'm into this. And it was like it wasn't it wasn't amazing, but it was like a lot of fun. And I think what made it fun for us as parents was like knowing to look for all of these Goonies references once we like started watching it. So anyway, so I think you should check it out. It takes place in Hawaii. It's this idea of like um, this family that's moving back home um, or going back home to take care of her dad who's sick because he's about to lose his home. Sound familiar? Yeah. The goondocks, gonna, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, so like it's about these bro- sister and brother. They fight all the time. Um, they meet some other people and they have to go on this adventure together to save. It's like a whole thing. So it's very similar, a little majestical, <laughs> a little Hawaiian magic. Finding Ohana, Ohana means family. So it's like about going back to your roots and Hawaiian and all that stuff. But oh, anyway, I like that. It was cute. It was really fun. Um, you know, maybe like a little bit older, older of the younger kids, maybe like, you know, seven, eight, that kind of thing. Um, right. But it, it was great. I really liked it a lot. And if you're looking for a random movie that's like essentially free, if you subscribe to Netflix, this might be the one for you. And if you could find <laughs> all those Goonies references, then you know that I got love for you. All right. So um, on that note, I think we are out of time to wrap and we're going to wrap up this episode um, on adventurous eating with your children as you sit there and you think about the soy sauce and the sesame oil dripping down your shin and all the good things and maybe that sesame ball filled with rice with a red bean paste and a little donut on the way out or on the way in but we'd like to take a special moment to thank our listeners and tip jar supporters for donating to the show if you want to help support the show to allow us to keep making episodes like this we do have a tip jar set up in the show notes if you have time we'd greatly appreciate you leaving this review in apple podcast app search for the show scroll down to the bottom five ratings and reviews and let us know what you think we can't wait to explore this parenting thing again with you next week on hey the parents because there's a three of us and all of you don't forget to hug your kids and charge your chromebooks that's gonna do it for me for mike and for sarah we will see you next time Bye. <laughs> you guys are on cue now for bye bye. Hey, the parents. I love it. Hey, the parents is produced by Mike Levine, Sarah Desarines, and me, Michael Height. I edit and mix our show. Our intro voice recording was done by the one and only Coltrane. If you like our show, we hope you'll consider going to the show and supporting us through our Stripe tip jar and consider becoming a member. Doing so supports us and gives you access to an exclusive Hey of the Parents episode each month. Find us online on Instagram at Hey of the Parents or send us an email at Hey of the Parents at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and we will see you next time. 